Here is a sermon message from Somerville Community Baptist Church. To hear more sermons like this, please visit iloveSCBC.org. Today we begin a brand new series that I entitled Emmanuel, God with us. In fact, would you say that with me? Emmanuel, God with us. What an amazing, amazing promise and word. That is also the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, how many of you are really in need of God's presence right now as you are walking into very difficult times? How many of you, in fact, in need of experiencing God's gentle but powerful touch on your life as you are going through different seasons of your life? That's what we want to talk about. So for the next three weeks, uh, we're going to talk about experiencing God in different seasons of our life. And what are the principles and things that we have to learn to be able to really experience God as we are going through difficult times. Next Sunday, uh, we're going to talk about experiencing God in the wilderness. And then following Sunday, we are going to talk about experiencing God um, in the middle of the storm. And today, I'd like to talk to you about experiencing God in the valley. Experiencing God in the valley. In fact, I'm sure you can agree with this. If we are going through our life and everything seems to be great, if everything's are going well, I'm sure that it's really easy for you to believe that God is with you, right? When you get a great news, you know, when you get a promotion or raise, when your children are really doing well at school, and when everything is going well, you know, for example, if you are a new parent, when your baby is going to sleep through the night for the first time, you say, praise the Lord, God is really with us. Or simply, when you go to a mall and try to find a parking spot, you just happen to find the, the very best spot, you know, you can say that, praise God. My point is this, when everything seems to be going well, it's really easy for you to believe that God is with me. But on the other hand, when everything seems to be breaking apart, you know, even just one bad news can really take your life down when you experience difficult times of your life, it's not that easy to believe that God is with you, right? When things are not going the way that you want them to, when you get a bad news, when you are hurting, when you feel lonely, and when you are worried, and when you are afraid, and when you're battling depression, especially if you are going through difficult times of your life, it's not easy to believe that God is with you. It's not easy to trust that the presence of God is within you. That's what we hope to find out. You know, I'm sure many of you feel like you're walking in the valley right now. Not knowing how to be out of this valley very difficult time. I hope we'll be, found, we'll be able to find the great inspiring you know, message and also the principles that we can apply to our life from today's passage. Today's passage is taken from book of Psalms, chapter 84, and verse 5 through 11. 84, verse 5 through 11. If you have a Bible, a Bible app, 
I'm going to ask you to turn to your Bible. Many of you know where the psalm is. Chapter 84, verse 5 and through 11. I'm going to be reading it from the New International Version. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good things does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. For this is the word of the Lord. This psalmist really is giving us great insights about how we can experience the presence of God as we feel like we are walking in the valley. In fact, if you take a look at, you know, if you look at scriptures, you know, it's interestingly enough, you can find all different meanings of the valley. In the Bible, valley represents so many different things. First of all, Valley represent a place of battlefield where the battle is taking place, right? The great example is David and Goliath. Israel people and the Philistines, you know, they are having this battle in the valley. Another good example is 300 soldiers of Israel with the judge Gideon against hundreds and thousands of the Midianite soldiers. And then they were having the battle in the valley. The battle often refers the battlefields, the, the, the place the battle is taking place. If you feel like you're walking in the valley, and I pray that you consider that as your spiritual battlefield. When you go into the battle, there is only one purpose and one goal that you have to do. That is to defeat your enemy. To, to, to have this triumph and victory. I pray that if you feel like you are walking in the battlefield and in valleys, you know, in spiritual battle with the help and the presence of God, you may experience the great triumph. Also, <clears throat> the battle, uh, the valley represent this different season of desperation and also loneliness. In fact, a lot of psalmists from the book of Psalms are using this term valley as to describe their circumstances. As they're going through a very difficult time, you know, they use this term valley to describe their state of mind and state of circumstances. Great example is taken from book of Psalm, Psalm 23. When David reflects on his worst possible times of his life, and he used this phrase, when, even though I walk in what? I walk in the valley of shadow of death. Also, valley represents 
the time or season of your growth. The valley is not always bad because the valley in the Bible, you know, is also the place you can find the gentle touch, intimacy, or the presence of God. And from there, it is the time that you will be able to grow in spirit. Great example is prophet Elijah. After he experienced his greatest triumph ever, defeating the Vald and Asherah's prophet and prophecies on the top of the Mount Carmel, he found himself the next moment being chased by the whole army of nation, you know, commanded by the Queen Zezebel. You know, he just can't do it anymore. So he found himself lying down under the tree and he was pleading, God, Lord, just kill me. I'd rather die here. When he felt like he was the worst possible moment, God sent the Spirit of God to take him into the valley. And he sent the raven to draw food for him. And there are also great source of water. And so often there was the presence and the voice of God that were upon the prophet Elijah. So valley is not always the bad. Valley for the prophet Elijah. For some of you, if you trust in God, can be the time of your spiritual growth. Growth. In fact, I like to put it this way. You know, we may enjoy God on mountaintop, right? We can enjoy God. Oh, God is good. I can feel his presence. But you can really know intimately and in a deeper way when you are in the valley. Let me say it again. You can enjoy your God if you are on mountaintop. But if you really want to experience him intimate and deeper way, a lot of times that is happening when you are walking in the valley. Today's passage, especially we're going to be focusing on Psalm you know, 84, verse 5 and 6. This is what Psalmist said. Blessed are those whose strength is in you. Blessed are who, those who find their strength in God. Whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. And as they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of spring. The autumn rains also cover it. With pools. Valley of Baca. What does that? What does that mean? The Valley of Baca. You know the word Baca. Uh, came from the Hebrew word. Bakua. I know Hebrew words is extremely difficult to pronounce. I'm sure my pronunciation was really accurate. But anyway. This Baca. Came from the word. Hebrew word Bakua. That means tear. That means weeping. That means, that means also, um, you know, the time of loss or time of desperation. The bakla, and that also was originally came from the one of the tree in the Philistine. The shape of tree is pretty much kind of laying down. You know, as if it's describing someone's kind of laying down. And then all the tears dropping from top of the ears and to the bottom. In other words, the valley of Baca. Or the valley of Bakua. That means the valley of tears. Valley of weeping. Or valley of loss. Valley of desperation. And suddenly said this. Even if you feel like you are in the valley of Baca. The blessed are those whose strength is found in God. Blessed are those whose strength is found in God. What an encouraging word. You know what really psalmist says here? You get it? 
If you feel like you are walking in this valley, you take all your knowledge, all your experience, and all your strength to take one step, and one step, and one step, and finally, you're running out of your energy. You're running out of your strength. You feel like, I want to give up like the prophet Elijah. I can't do anymore. I can't take this anymore. And that moment, in that very moment, this, this psalmist is telling you, encouraging you. And if you feel like you're running out of your own strength, I want to encourage you. There's a great news. There is another strength that comes from the kingdom of God. Heavenly strength that you can access. If you are in the middle of the valley right now, I want you to know that you have access to the very real and ever-present power of our almighty God. Who is available and who is ready to come and assist you in your time of need. What an encouraging word. That means even if you feel like in this walking of the shadow valley of death. You don't have to do it by yourself. Because God is giving his strength. His mighty and heavenly strength upon you. All you have to do. As experience his presence, trusting in him, put your faith upon God. Amen and amen. I'm sure that some of you, you need just to admit it. You just need to admit that I don't have what it takes right now. I need God's presence. Amen. Blessed are those whose strength is found in God. Now, let me just show you this verse 5 in a different translation. The New Living Translation. Because that translation really highlights this verse well. Okay? Um, this is what this translation says. What joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord. Who's ever set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. I love this translation that we are on pilgrimage to Jerusalem. What does that mean? We may be in a valley right now. We maybe feel like we're stuck in a valley. But we are going to what was known as a city of refuge. What was known as a city of peace. What was known as a city of comfort. We are on pilgrimage. We are on journey. You know what that means? When this, even though we feel like we're stuck in the valley right now, this is not our destination. Amen? We are passing through. We have our heavenly destination that is a Jerusalem, the place of peace and place of refuge and place of shelter of your life. Your valley is just a place that you pass through. I'm sure many of you feel like you are in the valley. You know, you feel like, you know what? I, don't, I can't handle this anymore. Lord, take me out of this valley. Just take this valley away from my life, from my circumstances. I don't want this valley. But I would encourage you to enjoy your time. To be faithful if you are in the valley right now. Because often, God used this time of you know, patience or time of endurance. As you are walking in this valley. God is using you to nurture you, you know, to, to make you more mature Christian, to bring you into the different version of God. So as you are going through this valley of your struggles, as not only God is going to with you and provide you with his heavenly and eternal strength, he's also make you the new version 
of David, make a new version of you so that God can really use you to fulfill his heavenly destiny. You know, one comment and said this, and I quote, to get to the city of refuge, Jerusalem, you had to travel through the valley of tears. I like that. To get to the city of refuge, you have to travel through the valley of tears. I like this imagery. Sometimes for you to be able to experience the presence and goodness and power of God, you have to push you through this valley. You have to push yourself through this valley as you are being walking in this valley. Because the valley is a pathway to the peace and also the presence of God and also the blessings of God. A lot of time, the valley is the pathway to the blessings and the peace of God. That's why even God, as he feels pains, the same pain that you are going through, God is not taking you out of valley, but encouraging you and pour the strength you know, from him and hoping you will be able to walk through, you will be able to path and also he said this in the same verse blessed are those who have their minds set toward god i like this also imagery you know by the way that's how you study the psalm psalms are not like this other you know historical or the other theological parts of the bible this is song this is a poetry right you're not going to parsing the verse, you know, you're not going to parsing this all the tense of this, you know, whole chapter. Instead, you read it again and again and again. You recite that you try to embrace the meaning of the psalm into your mind. And, and the best way you can do it is to think about the image. A lot of imagers actually if, can be found in a lot of psalms. And one of the images that I like is this. Blessed are those who have set their minds toward God. Minds need to be set toward God if you are in the valley of your circumstances and trials. In fact, would you say that with me? My mind is set toward God. Amen. My mind is set toward God. I think the relevant and one of the greatest the imagery that I can think of about this, how our mind is set toward God. Um, it's racing horse. You guys ever watch, you know, in person, this whole horse racing? I've never watched in person. But for the preparation of this sermon, you know, I watched it you know, a couple of times on YouTube about this horse racing. Quite fun, though. And as I was watching horse racing, um, you know, right before, they're also showing how those horses and how did they prepare, you know, for those horses. One of the really, one thing that really came to my mind was this. I noticed that the horse has this something on the, each side of horse's eyes. Later on, you know, I, I came to know that it's called the blinkers. You heard about the term? Or the blinders. What this blinders or the blinkers of this racing horse does, it covers the rear and also the side vision or view. So that it really forced the horse just to run and look forward only. That is a true imagery of this, how you set your mind toward God. 
You got to put your spiritual blinker or spiritual blinders in your spiritual eyes. You know, a lot of you, you know, I'm sure that you are struggling with your past memory, the things that you did in the past. You got to put your spiritual blinkers. It will stop you or hinder you from being by haunting from your past mistake or sin. You also have to have the spiritual blinkers so that it, it will block you from this current, you know, distractions or the temptation of our life right now. May you have the words of the spiritual blinkers upon your spiritual life so that you can only focus on the forward one destination. That is the kingdom of God. May you wear the spiritual blinkers or the blinders upon your spiritual eyes so that you'll be able to just focus on when you are in the valley. There may be real tragedies in the valley as some of you are experiencing right now. But I want you to remember that, you know, our mind and your mind, it's set on the goodness of God. He is with me and he's for me. Greater is the one who's within me than the one who is in this world. My God is going before me to prepare a way for me. His spirit gives me strength when I am weak. I need him every moment of every day. His words are lamp onto my feet and it is a light onto my path. When I cannot make it, his power will be able to lead me and guide me. I may be feel in the valley but my, my mind is set because of the spiritual blinkers on the kingdom of God. I want to pilgrimage. I'm going to the place of peace. And you may be in the valley. I may be in the valley. But your mind and my mind and our mind should be set toward the word of God. Another also imagery about this horse racing. You know, this blinker is of the horse. That is our spiritual blinker. That is the word of God. You have to be equipped with the word of God every day. And then there is also another person when it comes to this horse race. There is the racer who's handling this horse. And as I was watching the whole race from the beginning to the end, I feel like the racing from the perspective of horse is not really pleasant, Right? I know the goal is to win the race, but in order for this racer to drive or encourage this horse, this racer, this racer never told or just do the gentle touch, right? As if the racer, now the, the race begins. Okay. Hey, hey, come on. Let's go. Let's go. This is the time. You, you, need, my, you need my love. You need my gentle touch so they can leave. No, no, the racer, they never do that. What they do, they put these pains. They hold this leash tight. They, put, they use their leg to put these pains and encourage these horses. That is also another image. You know, we are to go to the destination of the kingdom of God. And sometimes we have to go through the valley. And as I said, the valley, it could be your journey, your pilgrimage. And God's strength is upon you. And God's guidance is upon you. When you set your mind with the word of God, with the spiritual blinkers, on top of that, sometimes God, you know, give you a harder time. Sometimes God, not only just give you gentle touch, Sometimes God allows this word or other circumstances make you more painful. And I know it's pain. I know God is feeling the pain, same pain that you are knowing. But the whole purpose 
is to win this race. The whole purpose is for you to get through this valley so that you can experience the biggest triumph ever in your race and in your life. My dear brothers and sisters, I know many of you feel like you are walking in this valley right now. But as I said, I want you to just combine all these images as I'm you know, ending my sermon. Even though you feel like you're walking in the valley, the Psalm 23 is greatly described, right? Even though I am walking in the shadow of valley of death, I fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. God is with me. His presence is, is so visible and so vivid when I'm in the valley. And his rod, his staff, they comfort me. In other words, if you feel like you are walking in the valley, you feel like you want to give up your life, please don't do that. Because if you run out of your strength, there is an endless word that just amazing heavenly spiritual power and strength is going to keep you, pushing you and guiding you, also strengthening you. And also remember that if you are walking in this valley, feel like you want to give up, this is just journey. This is just one moment, one phase and season of your life. And when you are patiently walking through this valley, you are on this journey pilgrimage to your ultimate destination and goal. That is Jerusalem, the kingdom of God, place of peace and place of refuge and place of comfort and place of blessings. How we can do that? By setting our mind toward God. By entrusting our race. By setting our spiritual blinkers or blinders. It will keep us just to move forward. Focus forward. Not being distracted or hindered by our present or past distractions or mistakes. Brothers and sisters, we pass through the valley. Even though that we are in a valley we do not fear. Why? Because He is with us. The same God that is good on the mountaintop is the same God who is good to us in the valley. We get to know Him in the valley more. We get to experience His intimate presence more when we are in the valley. If you are in the valley right now and you're just passing through, you won't be there forever. Our God will lead you out. He's good. He's with you. He's present. Is, he is going to take you from strength to strength. And when you can handle anymore, you learn his presence. And you lean into his presence. And you let his strength be everything that you need. Even though I walk through the shadow valley of death, I fear no evil. Because, oh God, you are with us. Who is our God? He is Emmanuel. God with us. Even when you are walking in this darkest valley of your life. Amen? Amen. Oh, our Heavenly Father, may your words that were spoken be upon all those who are struggling as they were feeling like they walk in the darkness, Lord. May the spirit and strength of our God be upon them as they realize this is not the end. That I have ultimate destination. We pray for all. You know, the only Savior, Jesus Christ's name. God's people said, Amen.